Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 258. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijiron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Ichigo Gami, back here again, subbing for Mako-chan. And the voice quality sounds a lot better coming from you. You know, new mics and shiny bright objects and things, you know. Just normal, normal preparing for podcast stuff. And like in five seconds... Yeah, and in five seconds, you're going to walk, trip, and fall. Oh, dude, that's what happened before, but hopefully not this time. The wires are long enough, and they're not underfoot, so we'll make sure not to trip this time. You didn't ruin anything last time, did you? Did I what? Ruin anything. No, um, uh, no, not that I know of, unless I did something in my sleep that I'm not aware of. Whoops. And on that note, I am proud to say, um, unofficially, this had already started, but officially, Anime Jam Session kicks off their 2016 convention season. Yay! Hooray! I was actually looking for the Final Fantasy VI one, but I couldn't find it. So I just found this one. Like, eh, this will work. Yeah. There we go, there we go. We are live week of March 29th, 2016 here on the VOG Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network. If you go there, there is a brief introduction about the site and who we are in Vogue Network, and there is a link. If you click on that, your default chat client will appear and bring you directly into the chat room. Oh, man. I haven't even set up the Skype line because I just walked in the door not even like a half hour ago from work, and I'll get into that in just a bit. Uh, let's see. Um, in the chat room here, we're talking about cheesecake, um, new... Uh, uh, monitors and stuff. ActDev got himself a 23-inch uh, Samsung. Dude, yeah, Samsung's are pretty awesome. I have a 23-inch myself, but I am looking towards getting um, an, maybe an LG 27-inch or something like that. I am curious about their screen since I do have an LG uh, phone now, and I do like that quality. Uh... Also, the DDR was uh, talking and announcing about their new games that they're putting out soon. So that's exciting. You have no idea. DDR game. You have no idea how excited I am about that. Dave and Buster's New York City. Oh, it's go time. Oh, my God. It's go time, people. The DDR and Philly has pumped it up. I am so sorry. Because honestly, nobody plays Pump. It's like it's like the redheaded cu- step cousin of dance games, dance and rhythm games. But what's interesting is that Dave and Buster's up in um at the Palisades has Pump it up. So yeah. Uh oh oh oh, oh. In the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Act up goes. Hey hey hey! I play Pump it up. Um, yeah. We know you play Pump It Up, but it's Pump It Up. 
But we love you, bro. We love you. All of us got started on DDR. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie. The, I, the, the five well, hours are, are really weird to uh, adjust to after playing the four hours for so long. True, but I ain't gonna lie. I played Pump It Up and I got my ass handed to me in the fir- on my <laughs> on like my second game because I could not figure out the five hours to save my own life. So to anybody who can play Pump It Up and, and rock it out like that, you have all have all my props. It's and a muscle memory. You have That's all his is. respect. Pretty much. As little true. as there is of it. Hey. <laughs> I'll say this. I mean, like, Pump It Up, I'd say it's more like a technical aspect because it's five. And DDR is more like for speed since it's four. And it's like, you can just easily go bum, 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 bum. And Active says, Andamira did more than Konami in ten years. Oh, that is true. That is true. Konami kept rehashing while Andamira just got a little bit more creative. And I definitely give them that. And then there was this one weird variant that I played. That it had a, yeah, it had nine arrows and it could switch between four and five modes on the fly. Techno oh. motion. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I've I've never played it, but I've seen it. There was an arcade back in the day in mid in like near Times Square, Laser Park that had it. So yeah. Oh man, old school arcades. My my arcade feels. had it. So many feels. Hmm. Yeah, Recess had it. My old arcade. Yeah. And if we look into the chat room at all... Let's see. Let me find this. Uh, there we go. In the chat room at live.fivenumber.com uh, ActF says, Techno Motion sucked. I played it. I ain't gonna yes. lie. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I just didn't have the balls to play it. I was like, uh-uh. I, I ain't gonna try this shit. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, and it's one of my favorite DDR songs. Okay, enough about that. Enough about that. All right, let's kick things off with how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, well, it's mostly been work stuff. Okay. And, you know, still trying to get a hold of the whole uh, living on my own thing. I mean, it's one. It's what I and everyone else in my family wanted for a long time, and. Apparently, I'm the only one in my family happy about it. But I've gone on about that in great detail before. Yeah, it, it takes a bit of getting used to. I mean, look, I've been on my... Well, I've been on my own for maybe about 10 years, quote-unquote. But I've been on my own, like in my own place, for like the last three, so... Yeah, it is. it does get a little bit lonely when you're living alone in an apartment. Or even when you're living with a roommate, especially if your schedules don't quite match up. So... It can be a little hard to adjust, but over time you'll get used to it. You know, just get yourself a schedule set up, get yourself mm-hmm. um, comfortable in your apartment, and it'll be a lot easier. Yeah, I'm starting to get the hang of the have that, that too. That's good. Um, let's see. I've been playing a lot of Division and Street Fighter Five, and I'm certainly glad that the uh, March update finally happened. Yay! Which gives us Alex and a whole bunch of other uh, you know fixes and all sorts of goodies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had some computer problems lately because my keyboard suddenly decided to stop moving after the work, working after the move. Mm-hmm. What happened is you plug it in. Uh, excuse me. You plug it in, and all the lights just light up and do nothing. Oh, uh, okay. And now that I got a little 
USB to PS2 converter, and all it does is just make auto lights flash continuously. I so you have a computer with a built-in rave. That doesn't sound like a problem. <laughs> I'm gonna guess maybe the wiring on that adapter didn't work properly, or it just is just screwing with the adapt with the keyboard even more. Someone has suggested getting an exorcism done, but uh, I sincerely <laughs> doubt that will work. Power of Chris compels you. The fuck it does. <laughs> Not, <me. laughs> Not today, Sing. Not today. Uh, but yeah, I looked at my emails and I found I still had the the uh, receipt from when I purchased it almost a year, almost two years ago. The warranty expires this coming October, so I figured I will stop at the micro center where I bought it, you know, exchange it, and then go straight to Mac to a uh, what do you call it? Uh, ZenkaiCon. Smart. In the event they don't have that keyboard anymore, you get like a credit, go with the Corsair. I have like the K65 or the K75. It's an amazing heavy-duty uh, device. I'll see if I have, they have one with the uh, black keys. Oh, this one has black keys with uh, with red lighting. I mean the uh, the style of a you know switch in the key itself. Yeah, yeah, these are cherry keys, yeah. That, yeah, that's the one I was yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it... As fast as I can type, it's very satisfying to hear to hear all the clack and clack and clack when you mm -hmm. type. It's like gunfire going off sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, that's what things have been going for me. That's good. A little bit better. Oh. Ichigo, what's up, girl? Hey, so as you can hear, I got a new microphone and my computer is behaving for once in my life. Um... And this past weekend, I was a giant nerd. I went to a big LARP out in the forest and played an elven samurai badass, which was super awesome. Um, and ended up fighting off cannibals and corrupted druids and stuff. So that was mm. a lot of fun. And, um, and then I came home to find out that I have more classes with Studio Cosplay. For those of you who don't know, Studio Cosplay is an awesome little thing up here in the East Coast that is a cosplay maker space, and I work as a teacher. So uh, it's a lot of fun, and I've been offered more classes, and I've been offered the chance that I can actually do tutorial one-on-ones. So it's been a lot of really great news for me on the job front, which is awesome because I've been really lacking. Um, and I also found out that I'll be going to HoshiCon down in North Carolina to help my friend out with a Lolita fashion show. Cool. So I'm getting ramped up in my schedule. Um, for those of you who are going to be at HoshiCon, come say hi. Um, and it's just been really fun. I just had a really great weekend That's as far good. as everything's going. That's good. Good to hear good things coming from you, girl. Good. Yeah. You get a lot more fun weekend than I have. You know, work work can, can bog you down. But, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun running around in the forest and um, fearing for my life and not fearing for my life. It was all, oh gosh, I just can't, it's Shards of Masagon down here in Virginia. It is just tons of fun. Mm. Okay. My weekend day has been good. I've just been gearing up for Zenkai Con. I just got the last of my new cosplay and I'm cosplaying um, Joseph Joestar from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders. Oh my God though. And I just got my Dio! Oh God! If I oh my God! My voice is going to be shot between <laughs> doing 
Joseph Joestar and Gardabelt, because I'm bringing Gardabelt, but I haven't decided if I'm going to wear it or not. Mm. I mean, uh, it will be getting warmer, so yeah. I, you kind of have to make that as a judgment call when you get there, I guess. Yeah, I'm bringing that. Be nice and brief, at least. Yeah, because yeah, I'm bringing those two cosplays, and I'm bringing Artemis, because I just found that there's a shoot on Sunday, so. Ooh, Sailor Moon, gotta represent that all the time. Yeah, and I just got my new um, lens. Yay! It's a lots nice, of pictures. It's a sexy eighteen to twenty-two millimeter lens, and I'm coming. I'm starting to think I might have to grab a nifty fifty because I realize when I do when I see the group shots, I'm going to probably have to step back a little bit further. But we'll see how this goes. Mm. Might not. We'll There's see. A restaurant chain called Nifty Fifty. So that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my niece Sonia, she 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 called. Call, it's a fifty millimeter lens, but she calls them Nifty Fifty. It kind of mm. it kind of stuck. So you know. Because of the restaurant, I guess. Maybe, I, maybe I don't know. No, it's, 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 it, it it's has a... alliteration in it, so it's very, it's lilty. It feels good when you say it. Yeah. Um. Also, I am currently starving because I could not eat dinner, and the reason behind that was because um, a one of my uh my soup my tech admin did our schedules for the week, and and I think she forgot that I worked. I don't either. I don't work Tuesdays, or I work until five on Tuesdays. So, I'm, so in a ten to seven shift. So I'm rushing home with my dinner, grabbing everything, and just making it in the door. <laughs> so that's taken care of. Um, let's see what else. Work is going pretty good. Um, that's basically it with me. Just things have just been going really effing good, and I can't complain. Hmm. And for some reason, something is loading in the background of the Skype computer, like a website. Well, whatever. doesn't matter. It's not, it's not affecting us. But um, over in the chat room at live.bucknetwork.com, um, they're trying to try explain the difference between uh, Pump It Up and Dance Dance Revolution. And I have to thank Def for that, and I'll break it down <laughs> as well. Uh, Dance Dance Revolution is a dancing game with four panels of up, down, left, and right. Pump It Up is a dancing game with five panels that uses the corners. Upper left, upper right, lower left, and lower right, and a center panel. Dance Dance Revolution is a Japanese game. Pump It Up is a Korean game. Um, there are you If you are a longtime fan of both genres... You'll notice there are some songs that go back and forth, mostly songs from third mixed Korean. Those songs uh, you'll probably you would find in Pump It Up. And I have to say, due to Pump It Up, I think through a friend of mine, she discovered Pump It Up through uh, K-pop or something like that. So I end up pulling all of my DDR, I mean Pump It Up soundtracks I could find, throwing them on my file share, and be like, here, enjoy. <laughs> I first got exposed to uh, Pump It Up in uh, January 2001 when I visited Seoul. Nice. We had no idea what the hell we were doing and what it was about, but, you know, it was there. Well, half the time it's just for fun, so, you know. What in the world? What in... Oh. Oh, okay, that's what that is. Because I'm looking at this package that came... Besides the um my um my lens, I got the UV protector. I'm just trying this black this 
package of like what is this? I realized it's the um, purple uh, pipe uh, pipe streams I need to do for um, Joseph Joestar's attack um, purple hermit. So got that all together. So I'm gonna put that right there. Uh, I'm thinking about doing a. <clears throat> Excuse me for a second. There we go. I might have to grab something to drink in just a bit, but um, I was thinking about doing a little bit of packing tonight, but then I realized I'm just better off waiting until tomorrow, but we'll see. I might just lay things out tonight so I know how things are going, then eat, then do a bit of packing, then get ready for tomorrow because I have to pick up my suit and a couple other things, so. I was going to say, you guys are cutting it pretty close. I mean, Zenkai Con's this weekend. I know. Normally, I'm all... I have all, I have all my cosplays in my closet anyway. Mine are relatively simple. See, and I'm thinking of busting out Ash because now that it's all fixed and it has a proper hood on it. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, thank you for that, by the way. You're I, welcome. I gotta, does, it, does it fit you really well? Yeah. I, okay. I posted pictures of me uh, you know, modeling it on my uh, personal Facebook page. Oh, modeling for me. Why, thank you, Ari. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. It's been here for years. Ash gonna knock you out. Uh, Pikachu knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have I wrought? <laughs> uh, see, normally I'm most. Uh, will be final countdown, and that's the end of it. <laughs> yeah. See, normally for a con, I'm usually packed by Monday or Wednesday, or you know, I have everything laid out, so I just throw it all together. And usually Monday, I post like my lineup. I haven't even done that yet. I probably do that like tonight and then just like let it go on full blast tomorrow something like that and um let's see here before we continue on I know we're an anime show we don't really talk video games unless it's connected with an anime or something like that but this is something a bit of interesting the ESRB just rated Mega Man Legends 2 for PlayStation Network. So, what did it rate it? I don't know, but the fact of the matter is it's Mega Man Legends 2. I'm just kind of shocked by that. I'm like, where's Brave Fencer Musashi? That was a great game. <sighs> Anywho, let's go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty of the news. How does that sound? Works for me. Everything is awesome? Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when you live in a dream. All right, Ronma, no need to get it stuck in everybody's head now. Too late. We'll be back.
Sorry about that. I decided to grab a snack in the while you know while while the music was going, and I didn't realize that uh, it was coming down to the end. I keep forgetting that Jam Project songs just hit that note and just drop. Get really yeah, exciting, like, and there's no resolution. <laughs> mm-hmm. Expect to be like mariachi music, and just go dun dun at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let's see. There, there was something that just popped up uh, on my feed, like not even a few minutes ago. Um, where the hell is it? Uh, here we go. If it'll play. Come on. There we go. Who knows this song? Yeah, I know that song. Mm. Sorry, it's not a blank on it. The opening theme to Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, that's right, because they had like three or four of them, didn't they? Yeah, and you have to remember, this song wasn't used when they promoted the series in the States. They used the second song, um... By Lock on CL because probably because go. yeah, yeah because yeah. the opening theme of this is called Melissa by a group called Porno Graffiti so I guess they're trying to um so offensive yeah <laughs> name them though name Porno Graffiti well the only reason I'm playing this because news just broke that. Full Metal Alchemist live-action film is started is starting production this June in Italy with a release in 2017. So excited! Mm-hmm. I guess I have no excuse now but to cosplay um Maze Hughes. I don't have to make a mention to it on my Facebook later, so. I just hope that when I do Maze Hughes, I'll be able to cosplay as Maze. Yeah, yeah. A- DJ AJ's been o- been ho- been on me about cosplaying me, so I have no excuse to now. I just hope when I do it, I'll be able to go to a convention that Sunny Straight is at, so because he does the, his amazed dub voice. Mm. Oh yeah, he's he's great at it too. Oh yeah, he's an amazing artist too. Maybe I should cosplay someone from uh, FMA. Yo, you could be um, um, the dude that runs the butcher shop. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that that soft spoken mofo. He had a flex off with a uh, Armstrong. Oh, yeah, yup. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Hey, want to see me get everyone you know against me in a heartbeat? 
I'll go as Show Tucker. <laughs> See, if you go as Show Tucker, you have to have um a little plush puppet of the, of the hybrid. You you gotta do that. So wrong. It's still too early for that. It's, it's still never too early. It's never too early, nor is it wrong. Come on, fam. Come on. I saw someone cosplaying as the uh, chimera that he created, mm-hmm. and I, I, what's remember there was a picture of him, and there was like people in the background, and they're just glaring a hole through both of them. Mm. Because I noticed him like, are, are you fucking kidding me? Come on, if it's not Show Tuck with the chimera, it's the hunter that shot Bambi. And that actually has been thought to be maybe Gaston from Bell, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember seeing that. Okay. Also, someone did fan art of what a Garnet and... Not Garnet, a Steven Universe and Lion would it be like oh, if they fused. Oh, I saw that. That was horrible. Oh, and somebody else put a wig on their dog and took a picture of it. Well, I saw that. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and it was legit, like, no! If you can't... T- it... If you can't tell by now, we at Anime GF says you have a fucked up sick sense of humor. But it's so funny! Exactly! It's kind of funny. Plus, yeah. Show Tucker's one of those guys where no matter who you ship, no matter who you think is the best villain, everybody in the fandom fucking hates. If it ain't Show, it's, sh- it's Gendo. Quick, you up the Gendo song. Ugh. I don't think I have it. I don't think I can pull it up that quick. And I was saying, like, Gendo's a bad example. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, have a that, have a dad that off Twitter between... from that one filler episode of uh, DBZ. Mm-hmm. He kept whipping Gohan. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, Damien from Pokemon. Mm. You can have a dad off between Gendo and uh, Show. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> Wow. And I'm done for the night. <laughs> have any of you guys seen the gif that's um all of the even the the Evo pilots on this on an uh escalator coming down the stairs and a gendo at the bottom of the stairs oh, yeah. and high fives everyone except Shinji. Yeah, hi, yeah, yeah I remember seeing that, yep. Shinji has no feels. He feels so sad. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Oh, let's try to um get the podcast back 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 on track here. Um I'm playing this song cuz I've played Moonlight Dance at to more times like than I can remember. There's been a lot of moon stuff going on. True. It's a good time to be a Sailor Moon fan. Yes, because I want to talk about something that I did over the summer, which we have talked about. Um, International mm-hmm. Sailor Moon Day. Now, Yay! I just want to talk about. I just want to say thank you to Eleanor Fi over at Vice and everybody and the entire staff at ISMD New York and all across the country and the world and the attendees, because Vice actually did an article about our New York and LA um, events. Pretty much the story, uh, the story that was written is pretty much a backdrop to Sailor Moon as to, you know, it, it being on TV and it being the series being edited and changed so that it could be aired on television. And then discovering how to find the original Japanese series. 
And pretty much what the article talks about, you know, the expressions of the characters and how you relate to them and and how the series continues to follow us. I have to say, Sailor Moon is right up there with Dragon Ball Z. It is those series, those two series that we grew up with, and it just follows us. You can't go to a convention without seeing one Sailor Moon character. If you don't, then you know something's not right here. If not one, at least most conventions. So in this article, they did cover our event and pictures of some of our amazing cosplayers that were there. So I want to thank them for showing up as well. And we are planning ISMD 2016. And I want to thank a lot of my friends. I, they know who they are. It's just too many of them to, uh, to mention to help that helped us with the event, and especially the sponsorship, which was us, Vogue Network, Yumi Locker, uh, Castle Eagle, Janai, all of you. Thanks for helping us pull off a great event, and we're definitely going to do this again. So, and I just, and I just realized something. In one of the pictures on the website, on this article, there is a picture of me taking pictures of two of my cos- cosplay friends that I just met that day. I think that's pretty cool. Neat. Yeah, it's like a picture within a picture. Picture section. Bong. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's it. Um, moving on. Ari, would you like to get the next song? Um, next article. What am I saying? Song for. He has to sing the next article. Oh, no, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Uh, let's see. The train station that stayed open for a single schoolgirl has finally closed down. No! Just the line closure along the Chirataki series of stations to accommodate a single student began to make headlines in Japan last year, and by the New Year's holidays, it snowballed in international news. Three stops... Kamishitaraki, Kyushitaraki, and Chinosubitaraki are ordinarily on the perfect Japanese fans radars. <clears throat> Let's see, where was I? At least that was the case until you know word got out that a single student was taking the rails and and that a uh, you know the story just snowballed from there. Let's see. There's a subtle but warm atmosphere with a handful of members of the press and local residents hanging around. Sets uh, Asian set up a tent offering free milk and sweet potatoes to those in attendance. I'm not sure it's sweet potatoes, but okay. Uh, before the train arrived, Nagahashi Naka- took a look at the station, which really was just a worn down wooden sh- Ari, where did you go? Ari? Ari! Did we lose him? I don't know. I yep. know he was going in and out a little earlier. Yeah. We're he, just having all sorts of fun technical trials today. Yeah, so something happened to me. Something happened to him. Something's going to happen to you. Why are you cursing me that way, Ranma? You're the one that turns into a girl. It's fate, Ugchan. Fate. Well, at least it closed down so she won't get harassed anymore, but that is really unfortunate. Could be worse. I know when we were talking about it last year, there were tons of photographers trying to get her picture because she was mysterious and rare. Yeah, and you know what? And we actually talked about that, and it was just... That was just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I understand it, and I get it, but... She is the... They just... 
I, I can't explain. Spick just cut me off when I was in the middle of reading the article. Yes, it did. Yes, yes, it did. God damn it! I was on a roll on it too. And fifty fun and fifty fun bucks. To anyone who can catch the reference to the song that's playing in the background. If you can't figure it out, I'll tell you after the article. But uh, anyway, let me uh, summarize the best I can. Go it for was, it. Um, it had been open for almost seventy years, and you know now that the only passenger that it had was graduating, there was you know no more reason for it to be open. So they gave it a nice good send off. You know, a lot, a lot of people were there watching, and that's all I have left of it now is the memories. I think that was really cool of them. And it's also nice knowing that you know it it got shut down because you know no longer has a purpose, and not because you know. The uh, train otaku or uh, you know swarming the thing and you know stalking the stalking the station, stalking the girl. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because that one just made it terrible. Yeah, and I'm and I'm looking at the article, like the four times the train ran: once in the morning, twice in the afternoon, and once in the evening. I actually like I've seen a station like that in the. Uh, where I'm from. When I was uh, I was in college, I stayed at a friend up in uh, Darby, like Latrobe, that's one, where they make a uh, Rolling Rock. Mm-hmm. I had to take the train to get back to Philly to help get home. And uh, that was the same kind of situation, just a little shack with a uh, light bulb in it. Hey, what, what ro- where you went to near the brewery that made Rolling Rock beer? Uh, one of my fraternity brothers lived in the area. Oh, okay. And, cool. and to save money on getting home, you know, so parents wouldn't have to come out and get me. I decided, hey, I'll take a train from uh, Latrobe to uh, Philadelphia. You can pick me up at 30th Street. And where is Latrobe? Uh, Central Eastern Pennsylvania. Gotcha. Also, this is the track from the uh, Daikon 3 and 4 video. True. But there's another reason why I am playing it, though. About tell. About... 10 years ago, it might be a little bit more than 10 years ago, there was, an, um, there was a live-action TV series called Densha Atoko, better known as Train Man. And the song The Twilight was the opening theme for the show. Because if you go on YouTube and you look up Densha Atoko opening, it's an homage to the Daikon 3 or Daikon 4 um, intro. And the character you Only see... Only with much less copyright infringement? I don't think there's any copyright infringement because both came out of Japan, I believe. I don't know. But... And they, the character... They loosely based the character... The the, the um the idol from Daikon off of hers. It, it, was, it was a pretty... It was a nice... I guess it was a nice... Like a shoujo-esque anime... Uh, Live-action series, I would say. Shoujo-esque. It was pretty nice. Okay, uh, moving on. Ichigo. Do I get the Voltron one? Super excited! Yes! So, for those of you who are huge Voltron fans, Voltron Legendary Defender is debuting its clip along with cast list for the American dub that is coming over to um, the States. So this weekend's WonderCon sci-fi and comic event presented news that DreamWorks Animation Voltron Legendary Defender will premiere with a 13-episode series on Netflix on the 10th of June. 
And additionally, the series cast was introduced, mm. and there's a clip um, that offered a look of what to expect. So for the cast, Jeremy Shada from Adventure Time is going to play Lance. Bex Taylor Klaus from Arrow is going to be Pidge. Josh Keaton from Green Lantern, the animated series, is Shiro. Tyler mm. Labine, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, as Hunk. Steven Yoon, The Walking Dead, as Keith. Oh, Kimberly hey. Brooks from Mass Effect is Princess Alara. And Riss Darby from Flight of the Concords as Corrin. Um, so that's really, really exciting. And I really love the fact that Netflix is getting into anime and bringing a lot of really cool stuff to us. Um, so I'm really excited for the series coming out. So am I. <laughs> Let me play this clip real quick and see. They're forming. I like the three. I like the CG. Okay. I think this might just be the best iteration so far, from what I can tell. I just hope that they bring. That's so sexy. I just hope that they bring back like an updated version of the original theme. That's all I'm asking. Mm. English one, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely that. Also, you know what I remember from the uh, first one, what? Uh, like the what, from like way back when? Mm-hmm. There was a uh, a pilot called Sven. He was Swedish. Yeah. And uh. I guess for whatever reason he uh, got killed, and they didn't want the right depth into the series, so they just had him transferred out into some quote-unquote medical planet, and that was the last anyone ever heard of him. <laughs> I actually have all of Voltron, the dub series. I think the Lions and the Cars on DVD sitting on my shelf. I've seen some of Go Lion. Whoo! That's all I gotta say. Yeah, because that's how uh, Allura got got into uh, the blue line because uh, Sven got uh, injured. Transferred as out. It were. Yeah. Sort of like yeah. how sort of like how the Green Ranger lost his powers. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, moving right along. Ah, uh, too bad Mako Chan's not here. She would have loved to take this story. Mm-hmm. And I got to lie, I actually thought about doing this when I was in high school and college, but um, there's a new anime series coming out called Cheer Boys. <laughs> and if you're not sure what I'm talking about, if you're a fan of the WWE, think Spirit Squad. You're welcome. Jenny, Johnny, Mitch, Nikki, Mikey. And only one of them is still going to this day from the original Spirit Squad, and that was what? Dolph Ziggler? Nikki! <laughs> seriously, seriously, though, Dolph Ziggler was Nikki. I, no, I, I know, I know. I wasn't sure which one until you just repeated his name, so. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. I do. Cheer Boys, a TV anime about men's cheerleading revealed. And there is a now promotional video that's out by Bandai Visual. They just recently launched a website to, pro- to promote the new series. It's called. Cheer Danshi, which means Cheer Boys. It's a novel which is getting its own series that comes out in July, and which is pretty cool. Um, 
the, the manga creator Hiro, Hiroyuki Asada, who worked on Tegami Beach, letter B, he is doing the character designs for the series. Uh, Ayoshi Murder, who has worked on Blue Spring Ride and Dance with Devils, is directing the series. Um, the music composition is, is done by Reiko Yoshida, who's worked on Girls Un Panzer, Haruchika, Haruta, and Chika. And Hitomi Suruta is adapting Asada's designs for the animation and is also serving as the head director. And it looks pretty cool. Let's see what we can get out of this uh, little promo trailer here. I have no idea what they're saying. But, but I'm liking the music so far. This does look interesting. That was pretty quick. And if we go to the chat room at live.bugnetwork.com, um, K-Chan says, I'm still watching the volleyball anime. I think this is becoming like the year, this is like coming to the genre of sports anime, because you have basketball anime, you got football, baseball, you even have a bicycling anime. Yeah, anime seems to go through trends pretty quickly. Um, yep. I know that like two years ago, there was a lot of food enemy and food enemy in the works. And of course, with free coming out and other anime of that kind of genre, I think that sport is the kind of trend of the year since I know they're always looking for something new to cover. Um, and since we've had a lot of, of course, shoujo anime with cheerleaders or cheer squads, kind of like Lucky Star, mm -hmm. it it was only, you know, a time thing for them to come out with something like this. Gotcha. What I find interesting is, like, when you usually think of male cheerleaders in Japan, you think of, like, something like a, like an Os Takade Oendan, you know, the, uh, yeah. the delinquent-style uniforms and, you know, like, the, like, sharp poses. You know what I mean? Also, the, uh, I don't know, maybe it was just me, but the uh, center guy in the, uh, at least the thumbnail of that little squad, he looked about my size. <laughs> Mm -hmm. play idea? I don't know. But uh yeah, it does look like it could be fun. Different, definitely. Sounds about right. Alright, uh, let's see. Um since um Ichigo wants to take uh the last article, um uh, Ari, why don't you take the next one? Is it the Love Live one? Yep. Okay, then. Uh, the girls at Love Live School Idol Project Unit, Idol Unit, Muse, have had a good run. Singles have regularly ranked in the Oricon charts overall, like, and overall they've been the 8th best selling musical act in 2015. Then the concert, March 31st and April 1st concerts will be the group's pile for performances before the group breaks up. And while it and I guess they're using the phrase graduate instead of breakup. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the, uh, the gist of it is the, uh, they were auctioning off tickets and they went for one on one for about 430,000 yen. 
That's about was it thirty eight hundred dollars? Yeah, I mean, believe you me, if I if I could flip tickets that high, I would. I'm not that surprised. Idols in Japan get a lot of popularity. But you gotta understand the tickets for the final Love Live, you couldn't buy. They were they were a lottery system for it. Oh, yeah, we were talking yeah. about this last week. Yeah, yes, we were. There were women willing to give up their their purity for tickets. There were guys give, willing to give up their their cars and consoles and games for tickets. It was a step up from prostitution, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I think at that Some point... Some people are willing to go that far. You, I mean, I could sit here and just laugh about this, but on the same token, I know people who have gone to extreme lengths for their fandoms. And you know what? I ain't surprised by it. Let's see. It also says here the tickets are for Arena S2-4 block in Tokyo Dome. Mm-hmm. And the Tokyo Dome's arena seating for the concert appears to be broken in blocks from A to F, but Area S seats are possibly shorthand for floor seating close to the stage. Wow. So, seating room only. Mm. I mean, I'm... I guess, again, I'm not surprised, but this, but at the same time, I am just like, wow. You know? Just wow. Yeah, I can't match the uh, rest of our staff's uh, uh, enthusiasm for this. Mm. But I ain't, gonna, I, I ain't gonna lie though. I did see the Love Life movie. Whoo, there were a lot of there were most there were a lot of. It, it was quite emotional for a lot of fans that went. And, and you know, and honestly, can't say I don't blame them at all for it. Hope the sound of a good anime, a good anything, if it can uh, provide that level of emotional torque. Yeah, and um, like I just got a couple of friends into watching Love Life. I'm just like, excellent. And as Mako Chan said, sharing the crack now, are we? Yes, yes, we are. Because the first hit is free, and that's how they get you. Mm-hmm. And that, my friends, is how I met my idol. What I thought. Uh, I, was... I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, moving on to the next one. This one, I, I, I like what I'm hearing out of this. Um, Viz Media is partnering with another company for live action content. They're partnering with the United Talent Agency. They're partnering with it to develop live action content based on Viz's, um, um, I guess, uh, IPs. Um, from what I can tell, since we have mangas, since we have anime, let's see live action stuff, you know? The UTA partnership represents an important new direction for Viz Media and our colleagues in Japan, as said by Viz Media's Chief Marketing Officer Brad Woods. Bringing the rich stories of manga and anime to life in new ways is an exciting opportunity with tremendous potential. UTA is an innovator that shares our vision and their proven track record and strong relationships throughout the domestic and international entertainment sectors will be an important factor as we move forward. Viz had launched a Hollywood-based subsidiary Viz Productions back in 2008 to produce 
and license live action films and shows based on the licenses they, they currently have. Right now, they're working on a feature film based off a of Sayuri Ueda short story, The Street of Fruiting Bodies, last February, as of last February. Uh, Vince Production's Jason Hoff is a producer on Warner Brothers' upcoming live-action Death Note film. Maybe if we're lucky, just lucky, we'll get a live-action Ranma one-half series out of this. You think? It'd be fun. Oh, I, I think it would be. I can imagine you would. <laughs> I'm kind of looking at my lens right now. I'm like, holy crap. Holy crap. Wow. It's shiny, isn't it? No, the the, the, the the zoom that I have. What's the zoom go up to? Um, It doesn't mention like that, but it goes up to 200 millimeters, so it's just... It, it's just pretty up close. So I, I have a feeling from where I'm going to be sitting um this weekend for Masquerade, I'm going to have some really good shots. Either that, or you won't be that bothered that they end up sticking you in the back. Uh, I'm not. I'm going to see to it. I'm not, <clears throat> if I'm stuck in the back, I'm still going to have not really good photos because you got to understand. Whereas, if it was like a normal like click a uh, basic camera or an automatic um, photo shoot camera, the zoom on that works differently, so I could be in the back, middle towards the back, and still get some good shots, like some of my older photos. With my my DSLR, a lot of photos is more along the lines of it's the lenses. So you're working with a lot of mirrors, so and glass, so you can't be too too far away. If I'm going to be all the way towards the back, I'm probably going to need a lens that's going to be twice as long as the camera itself, which costs three to four times the amount of the body of the camera that I have. And between you and me, one of those lenses. Equals to about maybe three months of pay, and I'm like, uh, no. But whoever has them, you got all my respect in the world. Yeah, I was gonna say, and there, and then there are people who would drop that money in a heartbeat for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's a people who do, I know people who do it because that's their that's their livelihood, that's their profession, so that makes sense to me. All right, I think um. I think that's basically it for talking about that, because I know um, Itchy goes on pins and needles for this next story, right? I'm so excited! Oh my god. Can I give you an intro? Sure. Alright, hold on. There it is. Yep. So, for those of you who are fans of the pillows, and also fans of Haruko Haruhara, Fooly Cooly's back! Some people actually thought that was an April Fool's joke, and I'm just like, did y'all miss the part where they announced this was going to happen about a month ago? Exactly. I'm like, it's not even April. Like, mm-hmm. how would it be a fool? Like, ah, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. So I, I've had a Haruko Haruhara cosplay in the works for a little while, um, and I'm really excited. So Toonami and Production IG pairing up to do FLCL Seasons 2 and 3. So excited. Mm. For many, Toonami 
was the first place they were introduced to such iconic anime as Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, Gundam Wing, and much more. Now the programming block is partnering up with Production IG to co-produce two new seasons of the cult classic, Fooly Cooly, as announced on Toonami's Facebook page. According to the announcement, there will be 12 new episodes in total, being split into two six-episode seasons, just like the first. Season 2 and 3 will serve as direct sequels to the original series, which was released way back in the year 2000. That's all the information Toonami has announced so far. Production IG has helped produce several well-known anime series in the past, including Ghost in the Shell, The End of Evangelion, Blood the Last Vampire, and the original Furikuri. Tsunami's current lineup includes Dragon Ball Z Kai, Parasite the Maxim, Naruto Shippuden, One Piece, and more. So this is really exciting. I'm super happy! I have this odd feeling you're going to try to get me to walk on as Naota. If you do, I'm going to hit you with a bat so much! Oh god. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, that Needless to say, yeah, that I'm just chomping at the bit to get my costume finished. <laughs> I've actually seen, um, actually seen actual uh, uh, Haruko cosplays with the actual um, Rickenbacker guitar, which is pretty cool. I have a guitar. I'm going to be modifying a um, rock band guitar, mm -hmm. and I have a clothesline that actually revs up so that I can pull um, the rope on it, and it'll actually do the action that hers does. Mm. So I'm hoping. I'm going to start up lawnmower. Hmm. Like, old start-up lawnmower. Basically, yeah. I'm really excited. Like, you guys don't understand how long I've been planning this cosplay. It just gets put off because I do a lot of cosplay. Um, if you guys haven't, you know, heard of me yet, I, I just do a lot of cosplay, and mm -hmm. I teach cosplay classes, so it's a lot of fun. I have guessed, yes. <laughs> I, just, I just thought of a crazy idea. If you're modifying the uh, Guitar Hero guitar controller for this, you need to have someone as Conti standing next to you as you're playing. It's you see the Guitar Hero riffs going across the screen, and there's a speaker playing right on a shooting star. Oh, I'm I really want to make it so that when I mod the guitar, that I can still actually play Rock Band. Like that's part of my goal. Well, I think if you properly so paint you it, paint the case and uh, paint the keys on it, then yeah, yeah, basically mask it off, paint the keys, install the back um, rope mechanism, and then call it a day. There you go. And besides, those guitars are, pr are dirt cheap anyway, so... Yeah, I got mine at Goodwill, so it was super, super inexpensive. Mm. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VODnetwork.com, use the passphrase, BAIL. Okay, um... Uh, let me send that... Alright. Now that we got all of that out of the way, um, let's go ahead and go into the open forum topic. I think th this week's question is probably like our, my most quote-unquote controversial to date. It'll be polarizing, in other words. Yeah, I don't. I'm hoping uh, nothing crazy broke out during the, the discussion, which it never does. But I do want to hear people's thoughts on this. And for those of you who are new to the show, um, this is the part where we open the Skype line, so you have any questions about our show or question about tonight's show or something to ask one of us you can Skype us at Anime Jam Session and all calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraints while that's getting together we will we, we talk about the open forum topic the open forum topic is where we post a question about a topic in the anime cosplay fandom 
Um, if you don't want to use your real name, we ask that you put a different name before you post your answer as well. And we ask that you keep it civil. So far, all the odds have been quite civil, so I really appreciate that. So, here is this week's uh, topic. Convention security. At Anime Boston and upcoming PAX East, there will be metal detectors set up before entering those conventions. Do you, th do you still feel safe? Do you think that's too much security? What do you think? From K-Chan, uh, she says, That is a touch-and-go subject seeing there are so many enter and exit points that may take up too much time. Would I feel safer? Yeah, knowing that you have the safety net with all the gun violence going on nowadays. Do I think it's a good idea? Honestly, no. Due to people that may have panels and they, may, and they are held back because they have to wait in line for them to be checked. From Serenity41088, she says that's going to mean longer lines and waiting time is going to be skyrocketing. Some people need to use common sense or buy some, just like soap. Okay, fair enough. I have <laughs> that soap comment. Yeah, I've already said this. If there is a convention out there that I want to go to, and there are metal detectors there for me to get inside, there is a very good possibility that I'm not going to go. I've already dealt with um, metal detectors going to high school. I've already dealt with metal detectors in buildings and jobs. Now, some people are saying that this is a law coming out of Massachusetts why this is happening. If that's the case, fine. That's okay. If this is a decision coming from the convention authority, I'm not really feeling it. And I understand why they did it. There was I, We talked about this on the show some time back where um, a an assault, like an attack was thwarted at a Pokemon tournament there because someone actually drove down with weapons to do something about it. And the police were able to stop and apprehend, if I'm not mistaken. If, if it's getting to that point, then... I don't know if I would want to go. And KHM makes a valid point about all the different points. If you have like, if you if a convention center or hotel, yeah, or hotel has like ten entrances and exits, and only four are viable for to go in and out of. Do you know how long it would take for people to get in and get out? And those back entrances are not going to be accessible unless you are staff vendor or artist alley or something like that I mean I know eventually it's going to come down to it where pretty much almost every convention out there is going to have uh, metal detectors I guess by that time I'm like Yo, I'll accept my fate and accept what it is and go but if it's just one or two right now I'm just not going to bother you know I really don't think that every convention is going to have metal detectors though because mm -hmm. If you know what happened last year at Otakon with the protesters and stuff, even all the violence and the loitering, I'm sorry, <clears throat> the stealing and stuff, mm -hmm. um, we didn't have, they didn't have metal detectors at all. So comparatively, if it's just trying to protect, like be a, something to, to, to just, just disrupt people from like bringing guns or metal weapons or things like that to the con, mm -hmm. I... I don't think that every con is going to adapt that sense of security. It just, it's not going to be feasible. Mm -hmm. And some convention centers aren't even equipped for it. Yep. So the only thing I can see is I know that since Otakon is moving for next year, because it's going to be in DC, that might be a little bit more of an issue. Yeah. So 
See, it really just depends, I think, on the actual locations for the conventions and, of course, the laws in the area. See, I'm I've at, at that point. I'd have to because I said I want to go to Otakon when it's in DC. I'd have to sit there and really think about if I really want to go. Well, you know, AwesomeCon is held in the same convention center, and they don't have metal detectors, right, so, so maybe, I yeah. I don't expect in the next few years for it to happen, at least in my neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. But if it's happening in the west or in the middle coast, then I mean, in the middle area, then I I'm not sure. It's just mm. going to be one of those things that I think is touch and go with each convention. That in Boston's a shit town. Mm. Oof. What are you saying about being controversial? <laughs> I was already controversial as enough as it is on my Facebook or on my personal Facebook as it is earlier tonight. I honestly didn't even think it would it was that be, be big of a deal. Personally, I didn't think it wasn't. Again, I'll get into this briefly and we'll continue and we'll, I'll see your opinion. I... Evidently, Anime Boston brings in $13 million to the area for the convention. I personally think that's bullshit. I'm just saying, from my personal opinion of the convention, how they treat uh, podcasters and, and independent bloggers and so forth. That's just my opinion, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Unless they change their, their minds on that, I'm not going to change my mind about Anime Boston. Simple as that. Now, Ari, what is your take on like metal detectors at conventions and so forth? Honestly, I, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. Because mm-hmm. even with the one Pokemon incident we talked about, it was, you know, sev- yeah. it was, for lack of a better term, severely isolated. I mean, it sounds like it's a solution for a problem that doesn't really exist. Y- you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, the, all it's going to do is just inconvenience people more than anything else. And even, even worse, like, I wouldn't have even thought about actually attacking or, you know, starting shit at an anime convention until, you know, something like this would have, was going to be put put into place, you know? Like, who like who probably would have... It, it's like... Let's see what's the best way to put this. Um, you're told not to do something or not to say something or not to act in a certain way, and you had no... And it never once crossed your mind to do or say or act like that in the first place. Mm-hmm. And now that you've brought it up, it's all you can think of. You basically, like, if you hadn't have put the idea in our minds, it wouldn't have happened, but now that exactly, you put the idea that. in our heads. Yep. Yeah, um, the only thing I can foresee with that, though, is that if something happens, even if it's an isolated incident, and these are interacted with, like, the there are security measures put up for each individual convention and stuff, they're going to take that one instance and they're going to go, well, you see what happened at this such and such phenomenon This is what happens. This is why we have these. And then people are going to be upset Even and then the convention going to have something to justify themselves. So... Mm-hmm. It still sounds like an overreaction. It probably is, but I guess it's... um. Yes, you know, I guess it's better safe than sorry, but still, you know. <sighs> what can you do? What can you do? Yeah, it's a very big can of worms. Alright. Well, we got no calls on the Skype line, so I'm closing it down. Eh, y'all lost. Another time. Which means the device goes... Actually, it goes back in my bag. Because... Actually, no. The Skype line... Stays... 
in sleep mode, sitting on my count, sitting on my desk until it's at full power. Hmm. Updates and shutdown. Okay, fine. I'll do that instead. <laughs> After about twenty minutes, it's gonna shut down anyway. So. All right. Okay. Huh, we're doing pretty good for time tonight. Yeah, that's so not like us. I know. I know. It's because I'm here. Probably, probably. Holding a baca mallet behind both of you. Mm. You do realize I can just turn around and kick it right out of your hands, right? Not if I can help it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's check the... I'm going to check the chat room real quick at live.vodnetwork.com. Uh, K-Chan says, I understand having a prop we weapons check. I just feel like it's a really bad idea with fire hazards and the reviews will really be shitty saying that the panels will be canceled because the host won't be there so the panel won't happen which means upset people which means people won't return which means money will be lost. No. Trust me. If you're a panelist you're not going to have to go through the metal detectors. You're going to get a pass right on through. I, I don't, you know. Maybe they're seeing that maybe you know, someone's predicting that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Shinji Ikari says, how much of this is insurance driven too? I don't know, but you also got the unions working behind the scenes too, so. Is there a whole lot to be, a whole lot of money to be made off the sale of uh, metal detectors? Wouldn't surprise me. Probably is. I'm not in that industry, so uh, I can't t say for certain one way or another. Gotcha. And uh, Kelly DeMighty says, Yes, we need metal detectors because Texas is stupid and people want to bring their guns everywhere. Fair enough. Mm. Alright. I think you all know what time it is. News from Japan. Oh, goody. I love this part. Yeah, I think we, I think there's each an article here that, that we can take. Um, I think Ichigo's going to probably want the second one. Mm-hmm. And I think Ari's going to like the third one. So, obviously, Rama, you get the cutest one. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it wouldn't... It, wouldn't be right if I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, in this one, we're going to talk about Japan's cutest high school girl crowd. And I demand a recount. Um, about a week ago, the winner of Miss Khan, a contest to crown Japan's cutest high school girl, was announced. Riko Pin, a.k.a. Riko Nagai, an 18-year-old senior from the Aichi Prefecture, pretty much was awarded the Grand Prix. The finalists in the contest were announced back in December and included two representatives from Japan's six regions. And there, were, there are smaller regions of Japan, but they were amalgamated together for the contest, I guess to make it more fair. It seems that these, these contestants spent their last few months at a training camp and taking lessons to prepare for the finals. And it was pretty much like a normal beauty pageant where they were judged on performance skills, walking, fashion sense, vocal ability, and dance moves. Winners were chosen by judges and general votes. 
Nagai charmed the judges with her rendition of Ai's song, Story, and her choice of casual wear. Okay. And there are pictures of her. I, I, you know, I, no, I don't think she's the cutest, but... Uh, what, what, what the hell do I know? I mean, they I'm, all have the same haircut, or like half and half, and it makes me laugh really hard. Yeah. I, I Imagine think... this contest being held stateside. Oh Imagine God! How Imagine how fucking bloodthirsty people would be. Oh God! Oh God! The contestants, I mean, not you know the people watching it. Fuck! Oh, the people watching it would be bloodthirsty too. Who are you kidding, Ari? <laughs> Coming soon to Fox. <laughs> oh God! High school idol. <laughs> I'm looking at some of the I'm looking at some of the pictures here of the contest uh of the finalists. I think personally, um it's also between Nishida and Futaba. I th no, no, not Nishida, no. Hayashi. I think she is the cutest one. That that's just me personally. She kinda has like a cute chipmunk cheeks, but I don't know. Does she remind you of your waifu, Nico? Do we need to give you time alone? I keep telling you, Nico <laughs> is trash! Get that shit out of my court! <laughs> Nico, 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 trash! <laughs> Please. Oh, I'm dead. Please stop fighting. <laughs> It's a good thing Avalon's not on here because she would send a shank to my house. Ari, get in the fucking robot. <laughs> I'm from Jersey. I call it the Magus. What are you talking about? <laughs> Ooh, he's got a point there. Oh, and evidently, there is a contest for the guys. Kanto's best-looking high school boy. That's interesting. <laughs> and to um, and to quote uh, Shinji, no, act deaf, done, so done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Shinji Akari says, "Get out of my robot, Ari." <laughs> Fine, you can have your robot. <laughs> okay, let's go to the next one, please. job for me with my fiery attitude and can do yeah no so a shrine seeks a maiden to perform memorial services for deceased anime figures please let us take a moment of silence and bow our heads a job listing site in japan is currently featuring a very interesting part-time job based in the new akihabara shrine that will open in april it sounds like a pretty decent place to earn a little bit of extra pocket money, as the successful applicant can pick the schedule that works best for them. Doesn't need to have any prior experience as a shrine maiden, and need only be ready to work with a smile on their face. Besides sounding like one of the easiest part-time jobs in the world, there is one other tiny detail that makes this position stand out from other job opportunities in Japan. The newly hired maiden will be responsible for performing memorial services for figures and figurines. 
It probably shouldn't come as a surprise to learn that Akihabara, the land of otaku, should offer such a service for people's prized possessions. But it still makes you wonder just what a memorial service for a figurine would actually entail. Will they be burned to a crisp and then presented to their former owners in an urn? Will the shrine maidens stockpile the figures in the back only to resell them at a later date? Could the memorial service cost that. more than the figure itself? Yikes. So many questions! I can see that too. <laughs> the Akihabara Shrine hopes to become another landmark of legend within the bustle of the electric town, and they're betting on the shrine maiden being a key part of their image. You can apply for the job in a link that's in the article until the end of March. Or you can visit them yourself when it opens in mid-April if you've got an air ticket over to Akihabara. You know when you said figure, I, I, I uh, didn't see that phrase properly, so I immediately thought, oh good, they're going to have funeral services for dead anime characters. <laughs> but yeah. I guess I should start that Patreon page now. And as ActDef says, when I'm gone, I'm taking my amiibo with me. Bro, who says that's going to happen? Because all I'm thinking about is, you know, funerals for Maze Hughes every hour on the hour. <laughs> Shinji Akari says they take all year for the Survey Corps. Aww. But only half the time for Marco. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> that was bad and you should feel bad I don't feel bad at all God, I'm actually quite relieved hmm. <laughs> I see someone took up the bitch mantle while Mako-chan was out somebody's gotta represent Ari you please take the last one you get us out of here Okay, uh, let's see. Wanted six full-time ninjas who have a way with words and can do backwards handsprings. Pay is about 180,000 yen a month. Aichi Prefecture says it is hiring full-time ninjas, martial arts masters, and self-assessing in feudal times to promote tourism in an area known for historic Nagoya Castle. <coughs> Pardon me. Mm -hmm. Newly hired ninjas receive a one-year contract with a monthly salary of 180,000 yen, plus a bonus at the Toshi the actual governor's tourism promotion unit. <coughs> A post, and they will demonstrate you know, acrobatics, use of their trademark shuriken, weapons, and pose for photographs of tourists. A poster the prefecture created says the idea fans are one who enjoy being under the spotlight, even though he, he is secretly a ninja. Having the ability to speak Japanese is preferable, but non-Japanese-speaking individuals passionate about history and tourism are welcome as the troupe will sometimes perform in English. And ninjas are hep also have to be good at talking to promote tourism, Although ninjas are basically required to be secret. They also have to be able to do backwards handsprings and some dance moves. Alright, who wants to make the Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go reference? Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go! Go Thanks. Ninja, Go Ninja, Go! Let's see. You were waiting for that one, weren't you? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, let's see. Infectious accept an application until March 22nd. Oops. Men and women 18... Or above can apply national anywhere in the country. Nowadays, ninjas are mostly confined to history books and fiction. They're also used to promote the city of Iga, Mie Prefecture, near the ancient capital of Kyoto, that was once home to many ninja. And last year, governors and mayors from prefectures around the country traded their usual suits for ninja costumes to announce the launch of Ninja Council. So, yeah, ninjas are marketable again. 
As long as they don't have to wear any fishnet stocking shirts. I think that was chain mail. Oh no, I'm joking. Well, at least I'm not wearing bright orange. How's that? <laughs> oh! Man, we are all going for the belt. We're going from below the belt tonight, aren't we? No, ninja. No, ninja. No. You're proud of yourself for that one? Maybe. <laughs> There's some ninjas for you. Someone posted a picture of a, their pet turtle with two uh, steak knives. They taped to the back of it and said, Who is this, y'all? <laughs> I remember seeing that. Oh, God. I, I, I think we're kind of done for tonight. I hit my done mark you know, hours ago, so... <laughs> mm. All right, people, we'll be back. i
Wow, we actually finished on time tonight, more or less. Yay! What fun! Yeah, we're going to have to do this again, but I don't see this happening next week as we're just going to be riding off the fucking rails. Then we'll have, um, Katori, uh, not Katori, and Zenkai kind of talk about. Exactly! <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm excited to hear what you guys, what kind of shenanigans you get into and how Mako-chan's maple bacon cookies taste. You have to let me know. I'm still a little peeved that you can't come. But it's okay. Yeah, unfortunately, money is just not in the cards right now, but hopefully next month I'll have them enough classes to um, get around. Okay, I forgive you this time. <laughs> well, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. Tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent podcasters, independent bloggers. We do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about the, about the site and about us, or about the show in general... You can drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that's podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com, where our podcast is posted every single week on Fridays, sometimes Saturdays, give or take how work is for me. But um, if you can't access our site uh, for our podcast, you can find us on... <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry about that. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, and coming soon to Google Play. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Um, I know I have a, it hasn't been updated in a while, but I am getting there. I'm a one-man band. I'm doing the best I possibly can, so please bear with me. I do believe I have some Capsicum videos that should be going up soon. Um, working on the Zenkai uh, videos, so that shouldn't take too much longer. If you want to follow us individually on YouTube, see what videos and playlists that we like or stuff we're going we upload, you can find me at YouTube.com/djvonthes. Uh, you can find Ari at Ari22682, and you can find Ichigo over at Ichigogami. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for updates on our website, our podcast, when we go live, conventions we're going to, and other updates. So, um, yeah, definitely follow us on that. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJVonMess. Ari is at the Ari Man. You can find Ichigo at IchigoGami. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I just want to say to all of my... Now, all of our fans out there, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. As long as you continue to like the page, uh, the articles, the photos, and, and all the links that we post there, we're going to bring you more uh, content the best we possibly can. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmez or that djronmez guy. You can find Ari over at Ari Rockefeller. And Ichigo, you can find over at Ichigogami. And we are here on the VOD Network live Tuesdays at 9.30 with Encore Presentations Thursdays at 2. But don't forget, we're not the only geek-centric podcast on the network. You can also find the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, the Geek Card, the Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, 
Game Buoy, and Guys on the Show. My god, Guys on the Show is fucking hilarious. Okay, we're gonna go around the room. Last words, Ari. I have some leftover uh, General So chicken, so I'm probably gonna use that to make breakfast tomorrow. Mm. Jealous. Huh? Jealous. General oh. So is one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm probably gonna chop it up and put it in an omelet. Mm. I could go for some General Cho's chicken right about now. It's been a while, cause the I think it's the, that's what I normally have. It's Lately, it's like I've always, I've mostly had General Chow's from the Chinese restaurant up the street, but they never had the Szechuan, and it's been a while, and I have to like order that online through delivery.com, but whatever. Um, Ichigo, last words. Well, I'm really excited for this coming week. I'm finishing up some commissions and then getting ready for AwesomeCon. So if I don't see you guys at the Cherry Blossom Festival in DC or at AwesomeCon here in DC, Maybe I'll see you at HoshiCon. So have a great rest of your springtime. And hopefully I'll be back. You will. Yep, yep. Uh, my last words. Um, I just threw together most of my Joseph Joestar in a box that's ready to go. My camera stuff's kind of put together, so that's good to go. Um, I have a brand new web camera and a mini tripod for it to do recordings with. Um, my headphones are charging, which is good. I just want to sit down, eat my dinner watch a little TV, and handle um, podcasting business, and go to bed, and then get up and get ready for the, my first con of the year. I love this con. Okay, that is it. End of list. Um, we will be back next Tuesday at 9.30pm, where we talk about um, Zenkai Con 2016, so definitely stay tuned for that, and Mako-chan will be back. Um... As of right now, we're still on Tuesdays. We're still going live. I don't see a break anytime soon. If it happens, you will be for the first to know. Um, yeah. So, uh, Ichigo. What? You should check our official Facebook page when you get a chance. Uh-oh. <laughs> this doesn't sound ominous or anything. Well, it's your fault, I have to say. Because you brought it up. It's my fault? Yup. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely your fault on that. That's oh. spoily. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's time for us to get the hell up on out of here. Alright. Okay, Winamp, don't do that. Winamp is giving me like... There we go. There we go. Alright. We're definitely getting out of here, so... I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Ishigogami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Johnny. You know what you have to do, Ichigo. I don't want to do it. You have to do it. <sighs> Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Oh, you sound like you're so disappointed. See, she had it under control for that one. Mm. Good night, Ichigo. That's a little better. Yeah, pretty much. Good night, Good night Ichigo. See, there you go. Oh, God. I swear. Good night, everyone.
podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!